0: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Bell and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will?
1: Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing?
0: Doing all right. I'm doing all right.
1: That's good. That's good. Hey, happy uh, International Podcasters Day, a, a day early. There is such a, a day thing. early. Yeah, it's tomorrow, it was September 30th. But since uh, we're uh, recording on International Podcasters Day Eve, I figured I'd just wish you one.
0: Yeah, well, me living in Alaska, I might as well be an international podcaster, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly.
0: I think we should get, like, a drum set and so that we can go, didn't, and...
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to, like, download a, download a WAV file or something like that so I could like, splice it in.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I think you should take drum lessons, and oh, yeah. don't worry. The, the teacher won't be as hard on you about your technique. As your piano teacher apparently is. (laughs) I I hope not. I
1: hope not. I hope not. (laughs) Oh
0: my God. So, tonight we are talking uh, more DCU Titans, another episode. I got some things to say, I got some points to make.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. When yeah. I saw your, I saw the notes in the rundown section. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun.
0: <laughs> Actually, my, the one note I'm like dying to drop, um, it's not even in the rundown.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
0: but it's something really funny, and I'm, I'm wondering if you made the same connection, but we'll see, we'll see. Okay. okay. Spoil alert. Um, in the meantime, we do have some news because some stuff has been happening.
1: Just a few things
0: jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) this spider-man situation i think i think at the end of the day this is what we've learned sony loves drama (laughs) they love drama and when they are not getting any attention (laughs) they have to do something dramatic to get everyone talking about them and their properties again because that's really all this did was resume that conversation about why can't these two studios work it out because it's been so great thus far and it's what everybody's wanted and now we're just getting it like Cut off at the knees because we we expected a third movie at least in the franchise. So, and and you know, I maybe we said something to do with it. Maybe the voices were loud enough, but I honestly just think Sony wanted the attention.
1: They wanted the attention, and 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 Marvel wanted and wanted their money, and so they had this very public, very. dirty airing of laundry and it was just like really y'all things that probably should have just better been left said in the boardroom made it out to the public domain and it was just yeah it was just it was it was a drama and you know it is a you know movie two movie studios duking it out so you know what better way to to play it all out and and for all to see but I have to say Tom Holland with his, uh, with his Instagram post just like perfectly summed up the situation and, and perfectly put a bow on it as far as announcing a deal that, Hey, I'm not leaving. And I, I love the Wolf of wall street, uh, gif that he dropped. That was just perfect.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, when you sent me that, I thought the same too. So, he, we're going to have Spider-Man for another third movie in the franchise to wrap it all up. Right. And then we're also going to see him in another MCU movie, so they don't have any specific information. A lot of people can assume it's going to be an Avengers-type film, because that just isn't obvious. But I've heard speculation that it, there, there are a few other options out there. What are your thoughts about the MCU movie?
1: Yeah, so as far as looking at options, clearly we have the next phase of the films coming. So it would seem that I don't think the Eternals would be a good place for, for Spider-Man at this point. So, Who
0: the heck put that out there? <laughs> That's the dumbest. I never even thought about that, but yeah. I... That's like they're filming right now. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. That's just, yeah. I mean, so they're going to have to rewrite to get Spider-Man in the film. No. So I, honestly, I think it would be, I think a good spot possibly could be the, the Thor movie. Uh, another one is um, maybe, maybe with uh, the next Doctor Strange, because they did have a lot of interaction together in, and. In Infinity War, when yeah. they were so, that would be another place where I could see it happening.
0: I can't see it with Thor, although I can't see Thor of love of thunder and lightning, whatever the name yeah, of is. I, I that that is such a. That's going to be such a weird concept already. And I don't really recall Thor and Spider-Man interacting. So I like your thoughts about Doctor Strange. I also heard people throw out Blade. Granted, we don't even have a release date,
1: guys. Right, yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. Um, And then I also heard somebody throw out, like, that's how you bring in Deadpool. And there's a lot of people who want to see that movie because Deadpool and Spider-Man. But then I'm thinking in my mind, well, we get, we're we going to get a third movie from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. We The beauty of Captain America the franchise is with Winter Soldier, they started bringing in other people. Right. And really, and Spider-Man you could do that with. I don't know why, like, we're only getting two more. So we have to use it wisely and strategically.
1: Well. Yep, yep. <laughs> Exactly.
0: So, what if Deadpool just showed up in that third movie of his, and expanded the universe that way? I don't know. I'm just saying that I think that you could capitalize on the fact that we're getting two, not just one.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like I like your thought about having Deadpool show up, and it doesn't, especially given how this next phase of uh, Spider-Man three is going to. He is Spider-Man on the run, so what better to have the merc with the mouth show up? I mean, and, and basically maybe get hired by Jonah Jameson to, to, you know, do some of his dirty work as far as uh, trying to bring Spider-Man in.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm and I um, I could see it in a lot of different things because I I also do like your point about Doctor Strange, Strange, and everybody always compared Tony and. Doctor Strange and how um, it was just too much. But I think Infinity War proved that you, he could build that same similar relationship with Doctor Strange. However, um, that movie is called um, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Poor Peter. Peter's going through puberty. He's yep. going to be a senior, he's going to be crossing multi dimensions. I don't think you could handle it.
1: He may not. He may not. But he. Yeah. But we saw it work before in a Spider Verse. So hey, this would be a good way to tie the two universes together.
0: He couldn't even handle fake monsters while on a trip overseas. He <laughs> <laughs> figured it out, but I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, I'm about I the, that might we'll be older be- then. That yeah. <laughs> might be a little too much. I mean, the kid's already been to space. Technically he died. He got blipped out of existence. Yeah. It, it's he he would go bad and maybe that's how we get the true venom. No, no, that's not going to happen, but I'm just saying it could. It could. It could. <laughs> <laughs> Multiverse gotta love it. Um, what is else going on? Speaking of webs, Sony is developing a Madame Web film. Please explain this to me because I don't know what the heck I just said.
1: Yeah, so you remember Madame Web? You probably remember her from the 1990s Spider-Man cartoon. She was Cassandra Webb. It was an elderly lady. Whenever Peter would have to go have visions and have things explained to him, he would enter Madame Web's realm and she would help him with uh with whatever problem he was having that was did
0: did she actually turn him into a spider at one point
1: she did that's that's okay yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so you remember yep see you you didn't know who who this is but uh,
0: for some reason that episode stands out to me like when i think of that tv show i just have this image of him actually being a spider i have no idea why
1: (laughs) well i mean that that whole series was just phenomenal. I know we've, we've talked about it before, uh, but uh, this version of her is in development uh, in, the, in the Sony Spider-Verse, and the uh, writers of the Morbius film, which I guess is in development, is uh, are, are apparently going to be the ones who are going to be behind uh, writing the script for it. Uh, this was just recently broken by... Uh, news was, was broken by a Collider, and so it's it's still it's still a very early stages. But uh, it was sort of in the in the it was sort of the lead up to the news from the MCU and, and Sony. Uh, this happened, I guess, I think Thursday, and then it was whenever you know whenever Sony and Disney made up, then you know, obviously the, this story just sort of got overshadowed.
0: Huh, interesting. Morbius is filming, though, right? That's the yeah, one with is. Jared Let. Lund- yeah, so so I, I foresee Sony doing a classic Sony move and waiting to see how well Morbius does
1: in the box office before
0: really even shooting a th- anything with Madame Webb.
1: Agreed, agreed. Yeah, I think they, they've announced it, but again, it's in very early development, so you're right, they it, it could wait to see how things go. And- could easily end up on the shelf.
0: Yeah, because I I mean, it's twenty nineteen. At this point, if we had listened to Sony a few years ago mm-hmm. years ago, we would have gotten like silver and something <laughs> 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 we would have gotten a few other things. Like yeah. and in this this whole universe, Sony's milling, I still don't quite understand it. Because as soon as Tom walks away it's gonna be really hard for them. Granted Venom did good. I understand yeah. that. They're capital. Yeah. Venom also didn't do good.
1: <laughs> it did good, but did it? I don't know anymore. It did, it did well Internet. I think the international box office is what really helped it with this its final numbers. But uh yeah, I mean but people really liked it and clearly it's going to uh, you know, they're making a second one, so we shall see,
0: I guess I'm more curious to uh, because I still haven't seen it, but I'm more curious if those who went to see Venom are going to go see the second one because I think half of the attraction wasn't that it was a good movie, but they were it was an experiment. And yeah. everyone wanted to see what Sony had created because there were all of these stories circ- circling about how it was complete crap. So, so sometimes I don't think the the box office is a good meter on whether or not the movie is good and people enjoyed it. Because I'm sure plenty of people went to that movie and did not like it.
1: Yeah, true. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But it 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 moved the needle enough that they feel pretty confident they could do a second one. So
0: absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of moving the needle enough to do a second one, um, we're, we're we're just. For some reason, the CW will not let Arrow die. (laughs) Um, At first, a lot of us, including myself, have deemed the show to be the the Black Star pilot Mm -hmm. or um, backdoor pilot. Because she is featured so much and has all of these plot lines, and and they're doing making other moves with their OGs, and now all of a sudden we're getting reports about a birds of prey, yeah, with with her and with Katie Cassidy, Katie Cassidy, who I think is the real person who cannot let Arrow die peacefully. <laughs> oh, well.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. It's funny because I, I remember, like, during I think it was uh, San Diego Comic Con or, or or some point this summer, she was referencing uh, meeting with with uh, Beth Schwartz and the the powers that be at the CW about doing some type of of spinoff with uh, Black Canary, and so it, it, yeah, and of course we all, whenever we heard in season seven that. Uh, when it was rumored that Oliver and Felicity were going to have uh, a daughter on the show, and of course that did happen, and and you know we had the fat the f- flash forwards, twenty years. Of course we all were like we're like okay, they're they're opening the door for a backdoor pilot. This is going to be a Black Star show, and sure enough, there it is. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if it's going to, I mean, at least it seems that that it's not going to be necessarily Birds of Prey, because obviously they have that going on in the, in the film verse right now. But it, it is going to be a spinoff with Mia and Katie Cassidy Rogers and Juliana Harkavy, and we'll see who else may show up, obviously, with it. And I would think, it, given that they spent so much time setting up the Flash forwards in in season seven, and we'll probably see them even more. in Season eight, uh, this new series will be based in in that reality, or it may be back in present day. Given that I have, I did see somewhere where uh, Mia uh, is going to show up in Crisis. At this point, who's not showing up in Crisis?
0: Um, not Michael Rosenbaum.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Not he- not them. The Lex Luthor we know from Smallville.
1: He's not. He's not. Yeah, it was very interesting. His his uh, Instagram and Twitter post about it. They, I guess, he was visiting his uh, grandfather in Florida, and they just called him up, this agent up, and said, "Hey, uh, come on, come do this." And he was, but they did not have a script, no money or anything. It was just like, "Oh, we're just going to like, just because we can't we." We called you. We just expect you to just drop everything and fly up to Vancouver, which I, 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 if that's how they're doing the negotiations, no wonder our, our dream of Cameron Cuff showing up at Segal fell. Because if he got the same offer, I would kind of be like, um, I'd like a few more details before I like do this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but apparently they did that to Ryan Choi, and he is now going to show up as Adam because Brandon Roth will obviously be busy playing Kingdom Come Superman. We all saw this. We also the production photo. I don't. There's some. There's some stuff going on with that photo. Yeah, um, but, looked but really yeah. cool. Looked, yeah. Um, you were going to say something <laughs> yeah but
1: I also say brandon also there was the the shot that they sent and then there was one that he posted on his instagram uh, that uh was him in the suit and it even looked even better than the than the publicity shot i thought
0: i, I didn't see it okay. <laughs> <laughs> i don't, i don't follow brandon ralph
1: i don't fo- i that. didn't follow him either it was was one of those things so it it came across the and across the interwebs, and I was like, "Oh, it's another, 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 uh, another shot of him in, in the costume." And it was actually him instead of the production still. And I, I have to say, I re- it it was definitely one of the better looking uh, costumes to come out on the on the on the TV shows here recently.
0: Cool. Um, I'm kind of just crisised out at this point. Like. If we, like, covering news about Crisis is just getting ridiculous in my mind, where I'm like, okay, I I haven't, we haven't even seen the shows come back yet. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want more information. I want less information about what's in store. And and did did Stephen Amell tweet out something which basically makes it seem that he's not going to be in the entire last season of Arrow?
1: It seemed. It seemed as such. I mean, it could. It could be that. I mean, we may see him meet his meet his demise, as we all we all know it will happen, in in the crisis, and then episodes nine and ten could be just to wrap up and to send off for the the, the backdoor pilot for for the new new series.
0: Yeah. What's really gonna suck is that it's gonna be all Barry's fault.
1: It's always Barry's fault. But Uh I agree. But I agree with you. I know last week whenever we were talking about the news with uh, Smallville, uh, Tom Welling showing up, it's getting to that point where I'm sharing your concerns that we're getting all these people showing up from every single iteration of DC shows. I mean, even the Huntress from the 2002 Birds of Prey show that only lasted 13 episodes is is going to be in, in this crossover event and i i guess really it seems that the first 7 episodes for the for the, the core shows are just going to be setting this event up and and then after the end of the crisis i guess we'll have one one universe if they follow what is done in the comics
0: i think the stakes for oliver's death has already been diminished and that's what's really bothering me about this hmm. that because of how they set up the season finale for seven, mm-hmm. with Felicity going to see him, I that right there. Well, obviously he he died, but he also was placed into a safe. He he was placed in a little box.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't was. know how to
0: explain this. Yeah, that's, he, yeah like a little paradise maybe that so that they could be reunited because he made a deal and he they did win obviously so I think that was part of the bargain that okay I will I will basically sacrifice life with my family um but in exchange I eventually get reunited with with felicity in the end it's kind of sucks that me is not left in that or or his son william a part of that bargain but it just to me knowing that leading into crisis and for you to say he's gonna meet his demise um halfway through forewarning you (laughs) i will not cry (laughs) because I know it's a happy ever after. So yeah. that makes it almost really yeah. hard for those writers to pull off making me really like that loss and that right. weight of that loss, right. knowing what happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, cause at this, it would really surprise me if they go an alternate route and he doesn't die in crisis. And because they've they've really have built it up and 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 we did, as we've talked about before, we did really have the end of arrow as we know it in at the end of season seven right
0: right or six
1: yeah, or six yeah I, but, uh, I
0: think arguably based off if people have been listening to us commentate about season seven, there is a clear line um because the first half of that season is brilliant. it is. It it was one of the best seasons of TV ever, and then it's all downhill the back half. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: So
0: I would still argue like eight, nine, and ten maybe of season seven, and then uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they were doing. They were they were pulling out of strings, Um, but crisis averted. We will keep stay tuned um, because the shows will be back sooner than we realize it. Yeah, next week. we're just gonna be we're it's it's gonna be like watching a car accident happen right before you and can't do anything about it but we do have some good news to end on some interesting news some news that i'm also having problems like really believing is tangible mm-hmm. because there's so much unknown about it right. okay i i want i want titles i want dates i want Photos before I think it's actually happening, but Kevin Feige is apparently making a Star Wars movie.
1: Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And that was to me like the honestly, in some ways, the 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 largest news out of out of last week. I mean, I know because I mean, at the end of the day, we figured Marvel and Sony would figure out a way to. To 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 figure out how to make more Spider-Man movies. This just too much too much money at stake for them not to. But this one really caught. I mean, we all Kevin Feige is admittedly a big Star Wars fan, but just to think that he is going to be going over to that universe and seeing what he's done with the MCU, I, I, I'm excited for it. Honestly, uh, what are your thoughts?
0: Okay. Okay. My my thoughts, well, I hope he's a Raylo shipper. Um, I have that <laughs> thought. I hope that he can um prevent JJ from taking away my dream. I hope he can expand my dream. Um, but one thought automatically where the heck was he for episode 8?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: An hour and a half of it is just trash.
1: Oh, so <laughs> it's, it's just bad. Oh, blast Jedi?
0: <laughs> yeah. My my thoughts is essentially I just want to know what he's making, when he's gonna make it. And um I I'm gonna blame him personally if episode nine does not make my dreams come true because he could have um prevented a car crash. Um he could have prevented all of my fan fiction beliefs and theories and uh love. Okay, do not break my heart, Star Wars can't take it at this point
1: (laughs) well here's 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 what i think is a great thing uh i i'm i'm ready to let go of the of the skywalker saga i think it has been around for 40 years it has we for the the last jedi was it, it had problems and I mean, really, even I mean, let's just be honest. Going back to even JJ just basically reimagining A New Hope and just repackaging it, The Force Awakens. Uh, it, it, there's nothing new there, I guess is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to, trying to say. And we are just basically re- I mean, we 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 were just regurgitating the stories that we of the Skywalker saga, and just instead of it, you know, now it's Ray and, and things. Where we're, like thinking with the with the images we saw a few weeks ago, as far as her seeing, it's you know, really where, good,
0: really good trailer.
1: Yeah, yeah, really good trailer. But also the image we saw a few weeks ago of her with the red lightsaber, and uh, we're thinking, is it a Force vision? Is it this? Is it that? Or other? Again, it is rooted back in just the the original Skywalker story. She's a clone. She is a clone. She is a clone, which I think is a cop out. But anyway, so just for that very, just for you bringing that point up, makes it clear they need to. Why I'm excited for Feige is he can bring new life to this franchise because he has shown how you can world build and the MCU. And this basically, we we oh. we, get, we get our our ending here. If if Kathleen Kennedy, who I, she's still going to be a part of the, of the process, she's not being replaced, but if she allows him to be free to really focus on character and how, like we were talking about early with uh, with the spider with Spider Man, how you can use various elements and, and various characters. And really focus on the characters and 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 build a narrative, and build a, a a clear story, and build it out over time. I think Feige has shown that he can do that seamlessly, and and it not in a very clunky way that somehow Star Wars does it. Because I mean, they 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 don't even they've basically removed a lot of the extended universe whenever Disney got the property, so they're kind of stuck with what they have, and so if I think if we're free of the Skywalkers, then Feige can have the freedom to, to build this new universe that I, I think will, will carry the franchise forward.
0: So, okay, I just had a thought. Um, what would be really cool is if he p- helps produce the, the um, Weiss D.B. Weiss from the Game of Thrones yeah. um, if he produces their saga or whatever they are building a three part movie because they also they, considering what happened with the last season of Game of Thrones they need somebody behind them telling them how to construct an overall narrative thread and and that's, that's what I, I hear when you say character but Let's not forget, he is the producer. He's not necessarily the writer. He's not the director. Right. But he has this magical sense of sight on how you plant these story seeds in Mm -hmm. one movie, and you build upon them in another, and he sees the full arc. Yeah. So, so yeah, to a degree, that is character, but it, there's also something about how he's able to pull those threads, invite new people in, mm-hmm. and really cultivate a world and a, a, and an arc that's not just defined by one character, but multiples, and also by really weaving together films. Yeah. So, very curious. I, it's it sounds good. I'm also worried about the man's health. Worried about <laughs> yeah. how how this like because because I also you know there's something to be said when you have yourself stretched too thin you know exactly. Exactly. he he's got some phases left to do he's not done with MCU God forbid right so so as much as I'm excited like the Star Wars fan in me I'm also nervous as an MCU fan in me <laughs> I'm just like okay. Take it yeah. down a notch, but we yeah. got other things to talk about. Exactly. I don't want to um, stay on that note too long. We do have some Titans to catch up with. They This week was a flashback episode because the writers clearly wanted to delay answering any of the questions about Jason Todd, the cliffhanger that occurred in the previous episode. So, of course, they stuck this in here. Um, I, it, I get why. First, I was mad about the timing of the flashback episode, but it does help move the story along, especially with all the references. It blows yeah. my mind that all of this only happened five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering where they were like with with Dick and Don being together and Hank and her not being a thing and now where they are, it's just like. 5 years all of that can happen in 5 years
1: seriously yeah. Yeah. seriously yeah it's it is hard to to see how that happens and if I, in that span but i mean, obviously they did they did touch on don and, and, and Dick's relationship in season 1 when he had the the visions right alternate you know alternate uh Reality there set up by um, by Raven's father, but the same at the same time, um, I, I agree with you that the timing. It seems like there should have been a little bit more of a of a gap, because where we see these characters now and how they, but I, mean, I guess we do see the the Hank and Dick sometimes have have their moments, but. Yeah, it, it it would have been better if it had been maybe you know ten years of lapse or something like that. But
0: yeah, and this wasn't really about. I don't as much as this is a Titans flashback to tell you inform you a little bit. I'm sure there's going to be another flashback episode because I it's not over yeah. what they set up at the end, which was a really cool move. It, it was one of the first times when. I was I was not caught off guard, but I was I'm starting to understand more about Dick and this darkness that's inside of him that people keep reminding him um, he can't he should be or he shouldn't be. It's, it's really interesting. Um, but this was really a Donna story arc with what happened. Oh, yeah. Because we finally learn more about that, that image that when she first returned to the tower of the birthday party. So we get context. Mm-hmm. And, okay, I don't understand it, Will. Okay. Like, in in less than an hour, I fell in love with, with Garth and Donna. Um, yeah. Beautiful well, relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Didn't feel forced. Um, you, you got that. There was history. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of... Pining, mutual pining, and a lot of destinies, and the fact that one is an Amazonian, one is an Elanian. I they clearly they have common interest and background and history.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then they killed it. They did. I'm not done. I'm not done. (laughs) They killed it in what I believe is the exact same set as in the wonder woman movie when steve trevor gives diana the watch back and says you can save today i'm going to go save tomorrow because that was also at an airport he literally had to get on a plane and and that is also where donna lost garth so i'm just i'm just saying amazonians do not go to the airport
1: <laughs> with a
0: loved one because they will die
1: yeah they will die. They will die. Even though, I guess Garth being there—you know—but for Dick telling him, Garth would not have been there. But uh, but I, I get you. I like I like I like the parallels there that you did with Donna and and Diana. Uh, I have only th-
0: seen Wonder Woman one time, and yeah. I'm watching this episode, and I'm thinking to myself, is that the same goddamn airport? <laughs> <laughs> it looks so similar.
1: It felt very similar, but I, I love what you did there with the parallels with, their, with, uh, with the relationships because uh, obviously Donna Donna was basically the themscaria. Basically, she was allowed to come to San Francisco to fight with the Titans for a limited time, basically just to uh, have just a window of just, here's your young, go explore the world, but you got to come back home. And, and Garth clearly, they, you're right. They, they sold this relationship and I, I bought this one a whole heck of a lot more than the relationship that we got with a uh, swamp thing, for example,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they, they sold this one a lot better. I don't know. They, they I, 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 felt if the, the goal of this was to build that connection and understand the stakes for this season and why the titans broke up for me it worked
0: yeah absolutely and then they literally shot it in the throat one of the most violent deaths i've seen in tv in a while
1: yeah
0: yeah definitely i i it reminds me of and granted a lot of listeners know I don't necessarily read comic books but I I do I'm around enough people like Will to and my Twitter feed is always just driven with comic book story arcs and a lot of nerdy talk so I'm aware that in the books at one point Superman and Wonder Woman get together and a lot of people didn't like that essentially because And this is my comparison to um, Steve and Diana versus Donna and, and Garth is that, well, Diana and Steve worked so well is because one is this larger than life being and the other is just a human man and so that juxtaposition is really nice well well now in this episode for briefly we're presented with the opposite of where two people who are so similar yeah they come from different worlds but they're really due to legacy due to where they come from there is this mutual understanding especially since they're both find themselves on earth and um and surrounded by mere mortals mm-hmm. that that there is a connection there just like there would almost arguably be a connection between superman and wonder woman so so i mean to me this is just proof that as long as the actors have the right chemistry and the story is written in a way that makes you feel that connection it 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 doesn't matter if they're two similar or complete opposites it will work
1: it will it will
0: um but but now you have to a- a- answer my question well
1: yeah
0: yeah um have we been misled by titans all this season because i swear to god the main villain is supposed to be death stroke mm-hmm. not dead shot
1: we, we have not been misled it is okay. that it is that's death, <laughs> Deathstroke. stroke
0: he just shot a lot of people this episode. <laughs> <And> <laughs> incredible. The moment, I wrote that mo- note, the moment in the opener when he shoots through, um, a pr- like, they're in um, a precinct and you yep. have two people locked up and then the lawyer is on the outside and all of a sudden one bullet, it feels like, takes all three of them out and I'm just like, who is this, Hawkeye? Like, what yeah. what is happening? <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus it's so weird. And and I kept racking my brain because obviously the only thing I have to compare this to is to Arrow. Right. And and I'm like, Slade never shot people, I felt like. It was always he had the, the big machete and he he cut off well, he like slit Mayor's throat. So right. death stroke. But yeah. This episode I was kinda like, huh, interesting. Yeah. It's just all bullets.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's easy. I, I could can see where you were thinking. Okay, it might be dead shot because of, because of the the, the weapon of choice, in the in this episode. But it, it's more. Again, you you have to remember. One, you, you did have Wintergreen at the beginning. Whenever, uh, with the in the earlier part of the episode when he was given his assignment, which is again, one death Deathstroke's. Uh,
0: you know right. I'm kidding, right? I know you are uh, Okay
1: Yeah, I know you are <laughs> Okay,
0: okay. You are. <laughs> okay
1: Okay So I'm just, I just I, I fell into a bit of mansplaining, calm explaining I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just like he, he, I understand there's a difference I'm yeah. just calling a dead shot for a dead shot
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah and he, he definitely was a dead shot this episode
0: <laughs> Okay, that's all I'm saying <laughs> Yeah, yeah Oh man. Yeah.
1: What
0: what are some of your thoughts about the episode?
1: So I I I like the way they introduced Jericho.
0: Hmm. Yeah. The, was, the book the book um bookends
1: yeah. that they used. Yeah, I really, really like the way they did that. And and also the 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 the, the threat that, that Slade presents to the uh, to uh, it, it it to me it, it's definitely foreshadowing how Slade comes to hate the Titans uh, hmm. beyond beyond the uh, assumed assignment that Wintergreen gave him to uh, I guess take out Donna I mean because clearly he was he he was following her and and poor poor Garth got in the way. Uh, but I, I
0: oh, that's interesting. I thought it. I thought he was following Garth.
1: I don't yeah. know why.
0: I I just because um I kept thinking in that moment when when Dick and and Garth are talking, mm-hmm. the way Garth was sitting, it, he there was a right out op- a window right opposite of him, and I was thinking to myself, oh, is this when they're gonna do it? Like uh, he just got what he wanted. No. So for some reason I had it in my mind. You're probably right. Considering it was her plan to go to the airport and Garth just showed up. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it also, I, cause I'm trying to figure out how this, just this Julian character who was Donna's uh, contact there at the museum, how she fits into all this other than, other than maybe just being a, a plot device just to, for this episode that, you know, you're only here for a certain period of time, and you have to go back. But I th-
0: maybe he was following her.
1: It's possible he was following her. Something that she has at the museum that Wintergreen was needed. You know, for some other client. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's yeah, I mean there's there's definitely that because because if they are following the Judas contract storyline, I mean that that was there was a um, there was something that that they were trying to that Deathstroke was trying to acquire uh from as part of the as part of the story so um so that could that could be the case um
0: interesting i i would really like that because you're right she stood out as who is this What's going on here? Why does she know so much about the Amazonians? Why does it feel like how is and what's her background with with Donna? Right. Um, because there's a very much a motherly thing occurring here. So and, and I would and I think that makes even more sense if he was actually supposed to kill her. Considering in previous episodes, it's pretty clear. He does not know where titan's tower is right so if he had really been following garth or donna he he would know where titan tower is
1: yeah because that's where they live exactly and he yeah he did not yeah because prior to it's, it seems prior to this particular episode he did not have any real interaction with the titans i mean because the titans were obviously chasing dr light and mm-hmm. and Slade at that point really other, He didn't seem to have any connection to them Whatsoever
0: Yep Yeah I, and, and I think there's more to come I think there's a yeah. lot to fill in here Especially where But this is just Not only him And how he meets the Titans But more importantly how the Titans Encounter Slade Mm-hmm. Because he takes out, he gets he gets signs a contract, and he takes out Garth. Right. And suddenly, it's no longer about justice, but vengeance for all of these um, soups. So, and in that moment, you know, Donna and Dick are not my favorite, like couple wise. it It's still weird, especially because I know that Mika Kelly is a little bit older and by a little bit uh, a lot older yeah, than yeah. um Brendan but I still like their their interaction because it meant something in the end if they if we didn't have that scene then the line at the end where she tells them be back man would make no sense. granted, I'm sure I'm not the only viewer who when she said that automatically said the other thing of, fuck Batman. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Once you say that, and they said it a lot in the trailers last year, you can't go back. (laughs) You can't, you can't. And, and to your point that like suddenly in her mind and in that moment, I'm, I'm, automatically started thinking about how they open the episode. It's like, okay, how is this gonna tie back around? And and then we see Dick in, encounter Jericho. Poor kid. I mean yeah. he's deaf. He's innocent. He's just trying to buy some music. Yeah. He's got this creepy stranger who's just like, oh hi kid, you want some candy? I don't know how this is gonna end. I don't I don't really know the intent. Behind what dick thinks going is going to happen, um it is interesting though that he was able to figure out Jericho's relationship with Slade and not Roses
1: right yeah, yeah, that was very interesting uh, and I wonder if it's just five years late removed he's just lost his edge or just or is this you know or it could be the the now nurturing Dick, who's pulling all these strays, in, and the Cap Counselor Dick, was didn't even think to like check her background beyond. No, no I mean that's my thought. Yeah,
0: I mean, like five years ago, when okay. he sets out on this mission to find, figure out who Slade is, yeah. what 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 connections he had, he obviously finds he has this. I'm assuming Mm ex-wife, who has Jericho. So, did he just stop the search there and didn't realize that there might be other children as Slade? Many offspring?
1: It's possible. Uh, It's possible, or for whatever reason, Rose did not, in the Interpol file, just didn't connect Rose and Slade at that point. I mean, it could just be as simple as a computer error or or somehow.
0: Just Rose. saying, Batman is an awesome detective.
1: He is. He is. That's why he. <laughs> that's why Dick needs to be. Be like Batman.
0: <laughs> oh man! Anything we missed? I'm pretty sure this was the episode in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it. That. That was. I. I honestly. I hate that we only had one episode with Garth because uh, no. I, I really. I really like this character.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm I, 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 I do, too.
1: Yeah. I, I really hate that. I hope somehow they have some other flashback opportunities with them uh, in, in this season because um, uh, I, I really did enjoy it. I mean, it was only a 45-minute episode, too, but they really did a lot in those 45 minutes.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't really miss the um, JV squad.
1: Nope. Um,
0: Corey... <laughs> Um it, it was weird because I think because they fully committed to this being a flashback episode, that's why it worked. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, Oh, we're gonna do flashbacks and do a little bit of present day stuff. Yeah. At least have Corey maybe reunite with the team. But they were they're like, No, 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 we're we're gonna tell this story from start to finish, no interruptions. And I think that did its did its job. So, so, yeah, there was a few characters who were clearly missing from this week, but i don't I don't think that this, this would have landed as well as it did for me yeah. had there been other interruptions.
1: I agree, I agree. It was a nice, compact episode, really sold the story as far as uh, as we talked about before, Donna and Garth's tension, sexual tension, their relationship, and and, and also why. Deathstroke uh, is such a is such a threat to the Titans, so it really set the foundations for that for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. Now, I did watch something online, like a little teaser for mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. Not, not next episode, but this season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's a monologue playing about how Deathstroke... Told Dick Grayson that oh, yeah. if he ever reunited the Titans yeah. again, he would kill them one by one.
1: Yep, I'm glad okay. you brought that up. Yeah, I'm glad suddenly you brought that up. not
0: yeah. as threatening because he let them go. I guess I don't. I don't really know. It just it was a weird. I'm supposed to be intimidated by this, but clearly you had an opportunity to take them out and you didn't take it.
1: Well, that's where I think Jericho comes into play to do with him, maybe letting him go.
0: Well, well, and it, it needs to be Dick's fault.
1: It has to be Dick's fault.
0: It has to be Dick's, which, which is again a little bit weird because it was Donna who lost the quote unquote love of her, her life, not Dick. Mm-hmm. Unless there's something we don't know between Dick and Garth. I'm just saying.
1: Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man, this is what happens when I don't get Krypton anymore. <laughs> 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 All right. On that note, I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
1: Yes, you can find me at Will and Polk. At, that's W I L L M P O L K.
0: You can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.